Hey, how's it going? I'm Vera, and welcome to Vera's CD Place. I post every Thursday and every other Monday. This episode is a two-part series called Lawns. This episode is Lawns and Why They Suck. Before we get started, here's a word from our sponsors. Did you know that there are different types of lawns? Now, I don't mean like Bermuda grass, rye grass, blah, blah, blah. I mean like, and well, I guess I mean ways of installing lawns, if installing is the right word. You can use seed, sod, or sprigs. These are all different ways to plant your lawn. To be honest, I don't actually know what they are. Well, I mean, I know what seeds are, but I wasn't really familiar with the other two as much so. Seed, obviously you know, and then sod or turf is a layer of grass harvested with roots and thin layers of soil. So it's like a fruit roll-up of grass, or I guess a grass roll-up. That is a completely terrible analogy, but just know that it does roll up and you can unroll it and put it on your lawn. And then there are sprigs, which are pieces of grass with runners, horizontal growing, and other clumps of grass with no dirt. So it kind of looks like a decorative living garland, which is a way better analogy than a grass roll-up. Like any other plant, there are things to consider. Like, how much light do I have? What's my soil type? What time of year is it? Is there going to be enough light? Is it going to be too cold? All things you have to consider. And all of that varies based on region, quality in your grass seed or sod or whatever you're using to start your lawn. And also when you're looking for seed mixtures, you want to make sure that it's mostly composed of seed. I mean, I've seen like stuff that's just like 90% inert matter. I mean, like, why would I be paying for it if you want mostly seed, right? I mean, it's not entirely bad. Sometimes there's like wild grass seed or whatever in there. But if you're looking for mostly grass seed, just make sure you're reading the packaging. The whole reason I'm going on this rant, or I guess educational pursuit, about lawns is because I listened to a podcast episode by 99% Invisible, and the episode was Lawn in Order. And if I remember correctly, they stated that lawns originated in French gardens and then the wealthy wanted to recreate it to show that they didn't need money to put food in the front yard or farm animals, so they put grass instead to show how rich and wealthy they were. And if you haven't already, you should go check out that episode of 99% Invisible, and it's available on Spotify. Since that episode was so interesting, I, of course, did some digging. I wanted to know who made the lawn. What I found was 1700s is when I'd like to call the unintentional beginning of lawns. There weren't really any real ambitions of making a lawn, but they had fields around the English and French castles. André Le Notre, I hope I said his name right, probably not, was one who designed the gardens of Versailles that had, quote, green carpets, is what they called them. Thus, the lawn was born and brought to the States by Frederick Law Olmsted, a.k.a. the American father of landscape architect. And thanks to him, we now are stuck with HOA rules where you have grass height limitations and whatever else nonsense. And of course, suburbia. Which means lawns galore. To keep grass green up to community standards, fertilizer is needed, obviously. Okay, so let's do some math. Quick maths. Or at least do some numbers, because sometimes math seems way scarier. 
The average lawn is ten thousand eight hundred seventy-one square feet, and has to be fertilized twice a year, which depends on region you live in, obviously. And NASA estimates that lawns make up three times as many acres than corn, and as you know, we have a lot of corn, like an insane amount of corn in the U.S. And these lawns are totaling in about. Thirty-one million six hundred twenty-nine thousand four hundred eighty-eight acres, or I guess if you wanted that in miles for some weird reason, it's forty-nine thousand four hundred twenty-one miles. Now I'll assume that every yard is using about one pound of fertilizer per one thousand feet, which requires about twenty-two pounds in a year for one yard. Now you can multiply that hypothetical number by about one hundred twenty thousand houses. And that's the number I got from the census, so it could be more, could be less, who knows? And that adds up to about two million six hundred forty thousand pounds of fertilizer, and that's a lot. On top of all the fertilizer, it takes about two hundred gallons per person per day to keep commercial and residential lawns watered. It's a lot of water. It's a lot of fertilizer. And there can be dangers if you over-fertilize, which you never want to do. One, it's a waste of your fertilizer. Two, it doesn't make it better. It just kind of turns into runoff and makes everything dangerous for us. Water runs off from yards and wherever else goes into ponds, rivers, lakes, and streams. And the buildup of nutrients can cause an excess of algae or aquatic life. Then they die, use up oxygen as they decay, and they can destroy the aquatic life and you know the water, of course. To avoid hurting the environment, don't fertilize before it rains. Water in the morning so it doesn't evaporate as fast. Lawns are just kind of hard to take care of because they're not native to the area. They're not used to the climate. You kind of have to adjust them a little bit, and they die off occasionally. We have to throw everything at it to keep it together. And that leads me to my next episode: lawns, native plants. Well, that's all I have for you today. If you're interested in supporting this podcast, please follow the link in the description.